guys, this is Real Talk with Tracy, and what I wanted to talk to you about today was my husband's maxillectomy that he had in 2019. It was really extremely hard for us to find out that my husband had a tumor that was growing in his upper jaw, eating up his jaw, eating up part of his palate, going into his sinus cavity. It was really devastating news. And, you know, you think the worst when you hear things like this. You're also in shock. Um, he had had a bump over his tooth and he went in to the dentist and they said, you need to go to an oral surgeon and get a biopsy. So he went and got a biopsy and a CT scan, which the dentist never did. He only did x-rays. And this thing showed up on the CT scan black. This huge tumor, which covered pretty much half of his upper jaw, almost half his palate, and it was crawling up inside to his turbinates, which he also had to get removed. And it would have continued to move up into his eye sockets if we hadn't caught it. Oh, so thank God um, we did in time. He had an amazing doctor, Dr. Felsenfeld at UCLA Medical. They did the maxillectomy. Um, when they do the maxillectomy, they pack the whole inside of the sinus cavity with packing material. And they take this piece of plastic that's made for you, your, your own mouth, it's called an obturator, and it's actually screwed into the roof of your mouth. And that's so it holds everything together, all the healing, the packing, everything. And that stays for nine days um, until the packing material comes out. So when he came out, I was really concerned if he would have nerve damage. Is he going to have you know, like range of motion in his jaw? But luckily, he didn't have any nerve damage, and he was able to eat. And I fed him soft foods for, I mean, the minute he, the minute he stopped throwing up, which usually from the anesthesia, he for some reason he always gets very sick. And he threw up really bad, and then they finally got that under control, and I made sure he was eating like applesauce, macaroni and cheese, soft-boiled eggs. Of course, he couldn't go to work. Um, and after nine days, we went there and they pull all the packing out, which they asked me to step out of the room. He told me that it was excruciatingly painful. Um, I would recommend that they douse that area with water, some kind of sterile water, before they pull that packing material out or they put somebody in a twilight sleep. For some reason, they didn't do that for him. So that was very painful. And then they undid the screws and they take out that little piece of plastic that's the obturator, which is $3,000. And they put some acrylic on top and they create like a little mountain and the mountain fills in the hole in the palette and they add wires and all of a sudden you have almost like think of a retainer. So this is gonna come in and out. So they created that second one, another $3,000. Um, all out of pocket, by the way. The insurance wanted nothing to do with really any of this. 
uh, but that's another podcast. Um, anyhow, so when we came home, we had this huge cleaning routine and I needed to help him with it. And, you know, the first time I did this, I was so scared because I had to poke these little tiny, and I'm trying to think of what they're called. They're little tooth, toothlet, they're little, um, disposable oral swabs and you can actually get them on Amazon. They're individually wrapped and I had to dip them in half peroxide and half chlorhydine, I believe it's called, which is a prescription mouthwash. And we had all these different steps we had to do because it was just raw. Um, and, you know, he had to go through going back to UCLA every week because when the tissues are healing, they're moving, they're changing. And he kept having to get the obturator readjusted. So this went on for a number of months. Um, seven weeks after his surgery, he's like, I'm going back to work. And I'm, I, I thought he was crazy. I'm like, honey, you don't have to go back to work. The doctor said that he'll give you a note and you can take off as long as you want, as long as you need to. He said, I need to work. I can't sit here and think about this. I need to go to work. So he went to work and about a few months later, he started getting chest pain and he wound up having a 90% blockage in the main artery in his heart. So he had to address that. Luckily, he had a great surgeon there. They were able to unblock that. And gotta tell you, he's doing really great now, guys. Um, his final obturator was made by Dr. Rashad in Woodland Hills at Art Lab. Did an absolutely fantastic job on his final obturator. Um, and put in little tiny windows in the part of the palate that was still there so he could taste his food better. But his teeth looked beautiful. Everything was done through his mouth. Nobody that meets him knows that this happened to him. You know, in the beginning, he was like, oh my God, I'm going to be disabled. I'd rather have someone take my arm. And, you know, he, it was just such a shock. We were like looking at each other just in disbelief. It was so extremely hard also because our PPO insurance, United Healthcare, was refusing to cover anything. I do another podcast on United Healthcare, which you're free to listen to and share. But this podcast, I just wanted to make about the surgery itself. So Dr. Felsenfeld at UCLA Medical Center did an outstanding job taking care of Jay, did a great job. He didn't lose any, you know, facial expression. His voice now sounds exactly the same as before, as long as he's wearing his obturator. He feels great. He looks great. It's a blessing. Um, he still goes for CT scans because they have to make sure that the tumor doesn't grow back. And he did have a little surgery recently 
where part of the packing material, which they used to build up the second obturator, it's kind of like that dental gook they put in your mouth when they're making, you know, an impression in your mouth. They left a little piece of that in there. So a year and a half later, his nose is bleeding. He's stuffy. He can't breathe at night. He doesn't know why. And he went to an ENT locally where we live and they took out that surgically took out that little piece and what it was was packing material that was left over. So I wasn't really happy about that, but luckily it did not move up into his eye area. It stayed right in the nose area and they were able to pull that out of there and he's doing so good. So if you suspect anything, or even if you just have the opportunity to get a CT scan, please get a CT scan of your mouth. If you have a little bump that you think maybe it's just a pimple, I've met so many people that have cancer uh, in their salivary glands. You know, I, I joined this amazing group of people on Facebook and it really emotionally helped get me through this time because I really thought our life was going to be over. I remember he looked at me one night. He's like, am I ever going to be able to kiss you again? And I said, well, I hope so. I, I don't know why not. I mean, you know, he was worried about how he was going to sound, what he was going to look like. Just so many things to worry about. Is the tumor coming back? Are they going to get it all? It was a very, very hard time, but I got to tell you now, he's doing really good, guys, and if anybody's listening to this, um, there was a lot of people that I want to thank that have been so incredibly supportive to me and Jay through all this, and let me tell you, when your spouse or yourself, when you get an illness, Guys, you find out who people who you find out in your life who really cares. You find out who cares and you find out who doesn't care and they just don't want to be bothered. They push you away. And then there's other people that they can't do enough for you. And you're like, my God, I didn't know they cared so much. So it's a real eye opener. Um, so anyway, I just want to say stay safe. Thank you for letting me share this with you. Please always go for the CT scan if you can. Be your own advocate. Don't take necessarily the first opinion or listen to someone if they tell you no, especially the insurance company. And feel free to listen to all my other podcasts. God bless you guys. You've been listening to Hi Guys, Real Talk with Tracy. Bye-bye.